You must be 18 or older to listen to this podcast. When I snap my fingers, I want you to sit down on this big fucking tent pole, and I want you to sit down all the way. Matt and Ouija. No hesitation. You get that thing lined up with that butthole, and you sit straight down all the way. That's right. It's time for the big gay sex show with the two big studs themselves. You know what I want. Now give it to me. Give it to him, guys. And here now they are. Matt and Ouija. Sit. You just sit all the way fucking down on it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sit. Oh, relax, I can't get my foot out. Quit putting your foot on my butt. Oh, it's disgusting. Uh, You've got problems. Quit well, footing me. you got me. problems now. you got my Quit foot in footing me. Uh, anyway. Hey there. Welcome back to the Big Gay Sex Show. It's time for... Sluts Giving. Give us your sluts. Hmm. Give us your tired, cold, Slutty weary sluts. sluts. And we know that they've been loaded up. We will clean them out. We'll douche them. And then we'll reload them. <laughs> yes. They'd be like our Chucky dolls. We'll use some lemon to get them tight again. Yep. Yeah. Give them an extra stitch, doctor. Oh, wait. Oh. That's that's women's stitch. Oh. stuff. Oh, God. Well, you know, <laughs> some guys. I don't think that could ever work. Oh. Anywho. Yeah. Welcome to the Big Say Sex Show. Yes. The Daddy Years, the podcast that tells you everything you ever want to know about gay sex. And still everything you do and do not want yes, to know. That's true. We'll talk about it. Ah. Hey, I'm Matt. And I'm Ouija. And a quick reminder that Patreon offers listeners a way to support creators like us and receive rewards not open to the general public, like dirty audio clips, Patreon-only videos, vintage podcast archive access, naughty photos of Ouija and Matt, and more. If you want to become a patron of the show for as little as $1 a month, just go over to patreon.com slash bgss. We want to thank people. We want to thank our current patrons. And people. Yes. And we holes, want to thank our hot, warm, moist. We holes. want to thank our new Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit followers. Slurp. Oh dear. Slurp. Squirting. Uh, and our new listeners. Uh, we want to uh, from all around the world, and uh, of course, we want to around send love the to world, our... around the world. <laughs> we want to send love to our Ukrainian listeners, um, and uh, also. Uh, tell you that the November 2022 issue of Desert Heat magazine is out, and the cover model boy is, uh, oh, that is one daddy boy, I'm telling you. Mm. Anyway, there's a free, free download over at DesertHeatMag.com. Go check them out. Yeah, download that bitch. Mm. Download it. Also, don't forget that you can find top quality erotic scenes over And not at... just for tops. You can also find bottom quality erotic scenes. Well, I've never thought about it that way, but well... See? Yeah, you can't yeah, always, but... like, you know, make it all about tops. So you can find bottom quality? I don't know. That may <laughs> See, not come across... top quality and there's bottom quality. Yeah, that may not come across the way that we're, <laughs> we're advocating there. But, uh, yeah, hey, yeah, erotic Taylor, scenes so We want top quality and bottom quality. <laughs> we demand quality. Uh, have equality. You seen, have you seen his jack quality? Oh, There's I, some stuff that he does that's like jacking. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and yeah, one day. Nice. One day, Taylor. 
Oh. I want to be tied up and jacked off. Let's go. I'll go find somebody to do that for you now. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so Come on over, neighbor. Jeff's4.band slash Taylor Imagined. And also, erotica readers enjoy hot, short, and uh, actually ongoing, long ongoing celebrity and tattoo. Tattoo. <laughs> tattoo stories. We have a friend who's getting a tattoo, so it's so Matthew, on my mind. Matthew's head is in tattoo bill. Yeah. Uh, taboo stories at comfans.com. And there Come are like all the all like superheroes and uh, WB shows oh. and uh, lots, lots of daddy, daddy, daddy. Sluts. Daddy, stuff, daddy you know? sluts. So, um, for sluts giving, we got some some topics to talk about here. But let's start with you know. Uh, let me start with mine. Yeah, I'm going to start with, folks. You may not understand, but I bet you you'll catch real fast what I'm about to talk to you about. It's a very problematic issue, affecting not only our community but also the heterosexual community. But I want to say it's actually more our community right now. Monkey because talk? guess what? Because oh. we are a gay podcast so we're going to make it about our community only because i don't care about the other ones i just uh, care about no. you all right now what oh let, let's get with it and stop digging yourself in deep because <laughs> i care about you and that's where that's where i'll leave it mm. but um i care about our community but the problematic issue of this period is called cuffing season we are in the thralls of cuffing season folks and so, if you do not know what cuffing season is, let me tell you. That's when let you me enlighten the you. Back of someone's head. No. Oh. Cuffing season refers to a period of time where single people begin looking for short-term partnerships to pass the colder months of the year. Oh. Cuffing season usually begins in October, November, and lasts until after Valentine's Day. When you unlock the cuffs and let them go. And I think we all have you know, kind of like a not a summer romance, but a winter romance, much like this. Summer loving and winter let me tell so you, fast. So, as far as cuffing season, it, it is on. It is on full blast. Let me tell you. There are several people who are like, hey, you know, I want some and I want it now. And I'm like, look, bitch, I am not interested in anything but whole. And sometimes a pole, depending on the guy. But mostly whole, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so, you know, there's a lot of guys that have been like, hey, we really need to hang out. We really need to go on a date. I'm like, that's cute. But no. Um, I'm not doing that because right now I'm like in a deep existential place uh-huh. where the only thing that you could provide me is whole. And it sounds horrible. You could provide me friendship. No, it you sounds provide horrible. Horrible. It's very horrible. <laughs> and this is why this is part of sluts giving because I just want sluts and that's all I need right now. Sluts. And I realize that, you know, relationships to a lot of people, the end all be all of existence is being coupled. It's not for me. That's not that's not my thing, mm-hmm. um, and that's great. That um, and a little side note. So there's been this guy who I've never actually met, but I know people uh, related to him, and um, he has been like on me nonstop. It's like hang out. Now he's already got a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Here's here's the fun thing about this. Mm-hmm. He's got a boyfriend, but he is a demisexual, um, oh. who um, who really wants to. Um, Demisexual with me. And I'm like, now I come from a place where, you know. It, Demisexual happens so slow. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> um, but, anyways, I've never met the guy actually, like physically met him. Right. You know, oh, uh, okay. And wow. so, he, you know, we were at the same party. He saw me across the room, apparently, and then it became a thing. Okay. Um, and so then he kind of started, you know, stalking me through uh, social media. 
<laughs> and um, and using his brother's information. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, neighbors returns on <laughs> November second. <laughs> so um, so anyways, so he he's been like on this thing, like you know, um, and he's not the only one. So there's been several people who are like, oh, we need date now. And the thing is, guys, keep cognizant of why. What's your motivation mm-hmm. when you're when you're trying to like you know. Hang out with somebody. Don't scare them off with, hey, we need to like have a date because then you'll want to marry me. Don't do that. Don't freaking do that. Mm. I will come to your house and I will beat you. I will beat you across the They might do it just about for that, the head and the depending shoulders. on if they're into what kind of cuffing they're into. <laughs> but it, it is cuffing season, so keep that in mind. If any guy is heavily pursuing you, they might just want you until after, the, uh, after Valentine's Day. Yeah. So they want somebody to hold during the colder months. And that is a thing. It really is. Now I look back on my history and I'm like, oh, damn, I wish I would have been aware of cuffing season a little bit heavier because there's several people that I met and there's people that I pursued mm-hmm. only during the colder months. Oh, yes. And I mean, so I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, sitting here, oh, I'm better than everybody. No, no. There's been several times that I've like, oh, you know, that guy's really hot. And this was back when, you know, I was a little bit before my existential period, which is now. Right. And, back and, then it was in your... Assistential period. It was like, hey, yeah. So. But um, no. Before I became like uh, Doctor, oh god, Doctor um, evil. Uh, what? Evil. No. Doctor No. Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> um, no, Doctor Manhattan. If you know uh, the Watchmen, you know that Doctor Manhattan, you know, had this like, you know, existential like crisis and this explosion, and you know, which pretty much propelled him to become Doctor Manhattan. So this blue man who is buck naked all the time. Oh, and, I love um, him. I love and, the actor that played him. But he, he, he becomes so, like, disinterested in the human race, mm-hmm. and that he, he's just always, like, his mind is, like, always off in space. So, <laughs> um, and that's really where I've, beca- you know, kind of been lately. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, if anybody's going to provide me anything, it's going to be, like, hot, sensual hole. Um, but, um, as far as, like... That. Not all of us want relationships. Exactly. And, and, and you know, getting there, you know, that's fine, you know? Be a yeah. solo sexual, be an asexual, be whatever you want. But guess what? Not everybody needs a relationship. I just need a hole. Right. A moist, slurpable hole. Well, and, and with me... I say slurpable. Like, just, I don't disgusting. close myself off to the idea of relationship mm-hmm. if the person, if the right person comes along. But I'm not holding my breath. And mm-hmm. I'm not feeling lacking because of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, cause, so keep in mind that if you are pursuing somebody hard, ask yourself why. If you're being pursued really hard... Ask yourself why. Right. Could it be cuffing season? Is this actually? Is could this be something that survives past? You know, right. Well, and that's why I'm for long engagements too. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I honestly, my mom, my mom asked that once in a while. It's like one of the one of the points that she makes that I completely agree with is at some point society turned away from like dating. Yeah, and and that's sad. In fact, I think I don't know if we've talked about it on this show or I talked about it on my other show, mm. but there was a time. And granted, it was a lot of more the straight community, mm-hmm. but because we were closeted and had our own issues that we were dealing with. But there was a time where you just had that steady kind of reliable person who you went on dates with. You went out. You always had your plus one. You always knew that you were going to have this person. But you you were having fun. You weren't constantly like a week in saying, where is this going? Can, yeah. I, can I see marriage and kids? This is my forever person. I've been watching, oh, God, 
our my other podcast partner has gotten me onto watching Bachelor in Paradise. Oh. They walk in there, they know someone for like two days, and mm. they're suddenly like, this is my forever person. Nah. <laughs> and then that forever person, two days later, when somebody new comes on the beach, is like, oh, yeah, I want to be with that person. I don't want to be with anybody. <laughs> you broke my heart. I'm going home. <laughs> like, oh, you people, you knew him for four days, and your life is ruined. It's was like, that like 90-day no. fiancé thing? Uh, I don't even want to get involved are horrifying. in those things. Those Absolutely, yeah. the idea of them are just bad. Mm. But yeah, that's the type of thing. Like it, you know, it like uh, on. For some of you, this will be a good reference. For others of you, you won't know what I'm talking about. But the old Dick Van Dyke show, mm. which I've watched in reruns many times, and Sally always had Herman or whatever his name was, where she always had this person that was a reliable person to go out with and do things with, but. They never really talked for a long, until like the show went on for a long time. They weren't talking about marrying or anything like that. It was just, you went out and you had fun. And if another guy asked you out, you went out and had fun with mm-hmm. them. It yeah, was and that's like, what my mom's point was, is that, you know, back in her day, you know, they would probably date a couple different guys, you know? Yeah. So I can get a feel for, you know, which one might be forever, you know? Right, and I, it's kind of sad that we don't do this now, mm-hmm. but it, it just has to be like this instant, like if if we're not ready well, to get married in a week. Our society has gotten that bad. Our society has gotten with the, I need instantaneous yeah. satisfaction. Yeah, you're and right. And you're not going to have that. You're not going to have that with any of the, I think that's why so many people turn away from relationships right now. You know what I mean? Because everybody is so like, oh, you have to have one. And oh, you have to like, you know, um, put out for this person. And once you put out for this person, you are in it coupled relationship you know right. it's like uh uh you know even a vehicle i get a certain period of time to try out right before i have to like you know take the damn thing forever yeah. you know i get a test run with these things for and even a vehicle you can eventually trade in exactly and you know i mean and what was it on tiktok it was uh you know, are you in love with a person, or are you just comfortable? You've just gotten to a point yeah. where that is. Yeah. You're not. You're not happy per se, but you're just comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's just where you've you know gotten used to it. Was it even the word comfortable? I don't think it was even the word comfortable. It was. Um, it, it was familiar. It was like. Yeah. It was just, it was uh, just like. Why? Why am I going to start over? I already know everything I need to know oh, here. I'm, yes. Yeah. So that's what it was. It was. Um, you're already invested. Are you yeah. happy? Yeah. No, you're not happy. You're just invested, you know? Right. And um, and no matter what the trajectory is, you know, mm-hmm. um, you feel that you're stuck there because you've invested this much time. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you're unhappy, you're still invested. Mm-hmm. Like, somehow it's going to change anything it's not. Right. So, I don't know. There was just this whole concept. But, I mean, the whole concept is, is if we take our time to get to know somebody... And not jump into things. We actually might return to a place where relationships, you know, are not just for the people who get trapped with someone. You know what I mean? Right. Well, you might end up with, like, lasting relationships rather than, you know, having to, you know, pledge your soul to someone and then divorce a few years later. And, and I mean, that's just, that's not just a gay thing. That very much is a heterosexual thing. No, you're absolutely thing. right. Because ah, yeah. I, I have cousins, I have straight cousins who have been married multiple times because mm-hmm. they were societally, you know, and I've seen them be pressured by my family mm-hmm. to, you know, find somebody and settle down. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like you could just grab something and make it work. Well, like in 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 the 
before the you know 50s or whatever, you, you did that. You found whoever was close enough that was suitable, mm-hmm. and you made it work, and you stayed together because that's how you were supposed to do it. Exactly, and and I mean that. But we don't need to do that now, so we need well, to that, take more time. And to, even during that period, these people yeah. were not working so well with that. That's why you had so many people that were alcoholics, uh-huh. drug addicts. Yeah. You know, they were stuck in a relationship where they were societally expected to stay. You know, um, despite their comfort or their happiness. Right. And so they were expected to stay in this situation. So they would drink to forget. They mm-hmm. would, you know, um, you know, cheat to make it comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was all of these societal things that they would do because we, there was this, like, weird expectation that this is how you have to suffer. You know, right. you have to suffer to make these things right. Right. And, you know. To make God happy. Exactly. To make God happy and, you know. Um, you know, nobody should be that comfortable in the world, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, you should be glad to die. Mm-hmm. So, yep. we don't want to do that now. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, so that's cuffing season. Tell us tell us about uh, Brofessor Emertus. Oh, so there's this guy on, on Facebook. Who Slut! Is, oh, no. He, is, he, he is, is so amazing. So, um, I don't know, if you're on the dirtier side of, t- of Twitter, you will find him at no shirt flip-flop. At no shirt flip flop. Really? Yeah, but but he also goes by Professor Emeritus. Hmm. Um, but he is amazingly hot. He is beautiful. What's he is his name? W- one of the uh, gorgeous men. I am just absolutely. Yeah. Um, I follow religiously. He doesn't show. He doesn't show a lot. But oh. his body is beyond belief, okay. and he is an older man. Um, probably around my age, but he is he is holding it good. So no shirt flip flop. No shirt flip flop. There he is. Oh, he follows us. Yeah. Oh yeah. He. Follows yeah. So us. he is just oh. absolutely. Um, there you go. go. Go to the next one. The one's blanked out. There you go. Show. Oh yes. Oh yeah. He, he, he is phenomenal. He, I, he actually he, he looks a lot like you. I mean, not in the face, but body wise, looks a lot like you. Well. Uh, <laughs> You've got quite a quite a waistline on him. He is. Well, I, I need some um, new glasses, but no, <laughs> no. But seriously, but he, he is. is. Um, he he's incredible. He he is absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. Um, follow his stuff. He he. Uh, you're not going to get the, you know, the full on experience of oh, that's a shame, of hole, but, uh, but you you will have a beautiful face and an incredibly rocking body, rocking. Mm. Um, Mm-hmm. He is just exquisite to look at, and um, actually, I was seeing too that um, one of his followers also is Large Tony. So, oh yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, Large Tony is there as well, and uh, Large it's, Tony always has good good, te- good it's, taste. It's good that uh, Large Tony is available because it is about time for stuffing season. Stuffing season? Yeah. So you're gonna go straight from cuffing season to stuffing to season. Stuffing season. Yeah, I gotta get that turkey stuffed somehow. You gotta, you gotta. Cause can that... you can you can you push it all in there, Tony? Yeah, you can. Oh, oh. Good old Tony. Okay, let me clean your penis off. Oh. Clean your peen. <laughs> yeah. Offer your clean peen service. Okay. Well, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, he's so I just cool. wanted to pimp uh, Professor because he's pretty amazing. And he is uh, quite delicious and. Uh, I I enjoy when he does get to tease mm-hmm. um, his picks because he he does have moments. If you go to his Twitter, and you'll find pictures where you might see just a hint of shaft. Mm. You might see a beautiful set of buttocks, but nice. no no hole. Mm. 
he is top notch. And he's like, oh god, is he like North Carolina or something? He's he's there along the coast. Okay, but he's pretty cool. Sweet. Uh, and you have a uh... no, I don't. Okay. Uh, how about so one of the things I want to talk to you about, and you don't have to talk about it if you don't want oh, to, yeah. but I thought I'd bring it up, is I know that recently you had an experience on G. Yes. Which so, is GHB, correct? Yes. Yeah. So GHB is also known as the uh, roofie. Yes, uh, and it's also you know, known as the horse tranquilizer. Something like that. Growing but, up on a farm, um, I knew about that. Uh, <laughs> So um so yeah so um I I you know I'm I'm saying this from a trying to take a neutral ground with this um mm-hmm. G is an interesting thing um I've done it a handful of times uh, with different people that I trusted now a you know do it with people you trust and uh, yes and it is highly sensitive with the amount you take um because you take too much you're gonna get a splitting headache and pass out mm-hmm. um. You take too little, and there's no problem with taking too little. Um, but you got to know the right amount. So if you do do, mm-hmm. do do, if you do do, don't do do, G. So mm. um, if um, no, meaning uh, G has nothing to do with your do do, um, but <laughs> it does have to do with a lot of things. So just be careful with stuff like that. Um, G can be funny. G can be odd, and it depends on where you're getting it. Um, so just be careful. Um, I I do it with trusted uh, tricks, and uh, um, it's never been a real problem for me. Mm-hmm. But I am left with a headache, and sometimes it can last a day. You know, depending on the particular. Right. So okay. So um, basically, what did it do to you when you mm. took it? So it gives you a heightened sense of um, sexual. Feeling, okay. Um, so it intensifies the senses, um, and it very much acts like you're drunk without being drunk. Hmm. So you feel drunk. You feel um, buzzed. Yeah, it's like a heavy buzz. So it's okay. like a real strong buzz. Um, you feel um, uninhibited and okay. an extremely you know uh, high level. You okay. feel very uninhibited. Um, very allowing of the mm. situation, which I can understand too. If you are, it, if you have been giving this without your prior knowledge, mm-hmm. I could see how this could open you up to not fighting things off, but not being happy about it. All right. Um, okay. But just being in the moment, mm. um, even if that moment is not good. But I remember too that if you take too much, you can pass out, and that could be kind of bad if you're. Right. You know, standing up, fucking somebody, and you pass out. You could hit yourself in the head, right, in a horrible way with a ledge or whatnot, and uh, your lights out. So basically, out. bottom line, uh, before we go on, uh-huh. let's clarify: do not, not roofie people. Do not mm-hmm. use this. Hor- we you are know, not condoning this. The absolutely, fucking absolutely not. Just um, be very aware that you should, if you are going to do anything like experiment, then you better be with somebody who you trust. Right, and somebody who knows how to watch out for you too. Exactly about whatever might be going on. So, uh, what what uh, what did you get up to? Fucking like a mad, crazy caveman person. Yeah, that's that's about it. And then Lincoln. What? Didn't you have like a marathon? Oh, link so that, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like um, <laughs> afterwards, I like got home and I was like. 
Jesus Christ, I'm like really super horned up again. Yeah. And so yeah, like I like had like the most like savage like gooning session cool. I've had in a long time. Yeah. And I was so high, but I I I, I huffed the poppers. Now I'm I'm trying to like kind of take a step back from poppers, okay. you know, because yeah. poppers are um, a little heavy on my sinuses. So, hmm. um, Grandpa's sinuses are sensitive. But, well, um, and I mean I. Poppers are good in their place, mm-hmm. but when it becomes when you become too reliant on them or use them too much, they can fuck you up. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. There's people that um, I know people that cannot mentally, and they can. You know what I mean? They just need to step away from it. Right. But there's a lot of men uh, out there who have problems with um, stepping away from it right. and allowing themselves to come without it. Right. So, and then as you get older. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I'm talking like, you know, in your 60s, 70s, mm-hmm. and you've used it all your life and you've used it very heavily. It doesn't just affect your sex life. It can affect other parts of you. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just one of those things. Use it. Use it wisely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just be aware of like when you might be abusing it. Right. So just know, just like, gee, if if you come across it a little too often, you might want to evaluate, do I really need this? All right. Yeah. And same so, with poppers. Yeah. Right? Poppers and G are actually kind of very similar. Um, in a lot of ways, you know, what one, you know, you don't ingest poppers, mm. um, you inhale poppers, um, but gee, you, you ingest, you know. You know, I swear that when I, I heard about poppers when I was younger, I literally thought they were like, okay, so you remember the old commercials where they were talking about like the capsules, the like, uh, the um, like, antihistamine capsules, oh, and they like would break. Or yeah, and they were well. That's a diet pill. Uh, but then they would like pull the little capsule apart, and all these little balls, and it would come out. Yeah, so all these little ball things mm. would come out. I mean, I seriously thought that it was like a bottle of stuff like that. Like, ah. They were like little poppers, and you'd snort them, and they'd fly up into your nose and pop. Yeah, well, not pop, but you know. Oh no! no I got anyway, my... but I mean, I'm talking yeah. like when I was like twenty, twenty-one, because I didn't uh. know about. A lot of stuff back then. We didn't have the internet yet, so we didn't have the internet when I was a kid. Well, I mean, I'm sure there was some version of it in process. But I had it when I was a kid, but it was horrible. Yeah, it was prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I didn't even have that type of thing. I didn't have anything until like AOL 3.0 or uh-huh. something. So it was a little while. But like, so anything that I knew about it was stuff that, like I read in books. Mm. Or, you know, got through pamphlets or had to, you know, because I didn't even have any, like, close gay friends or anything until I was much older that would explain things to me. So. You know, and that, that's where, I, I think that's, like, the one beef I have with the kids nowadays. Mm. Is they can have a virtual gay friend like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had none of that. I had to, like, find a ride to downtown Sacramento on Friday nights because that's when the gay youth group was meeting. And even then, I didn't like most of those kids, but um, <laughs> at least I was around people that were like me. Yeah. So here I was, 15, very much, like, openly gay mm-hmm. um, in a community that did not know what to do with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and some hated me. Some people were just like, uh, uh, we want you to live a happy life. We're not sure if this is the happy life you should have. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm like, this is the life I, I will live. You know what yeah. I mean? Happy or not. So, I mean, I don't know what you're, you know, saying, but... I mean, I've just the fact that the kids nowadays 
kids, young people nowadays can mm-hmm. like have a gay friend just like that. You know what I mean? Oh, Somebody yeah. to talk to. I mean, they can go. I mean, same school. They can mm-hmm. go to GSAs a lot of times. Oh, not yeah. ever, not all of you, but uh, in some areas you can. Some areas, yeah. And but that's the same with me. Like I didn't know I had gay gay experiences, but again, they were with straight, quote unquote, straight guys. Mm-hmm. But like I, I think my first hanging out with another gay person was when I was like 19 or 20 in an acting class and that was like once or twice and it was weird huh? it was exciting and yeah like, oh it was like somebody else that knows me but they mm-hmm. were mm, kind of weird uh, and then uh, and then after that it was my mom's like work friend who was gay and he was much older but he was the one that actually got me connected with like working for the gay newspaper which connected me to everything else Mm -hmm. but until i was 26 or so i didn't have you know i had pen pals i had like my friend nephi in Uh texas we were i mean he was 14 and i was 17 but he didn't come out like really come out and accept himself until he was like 19 or 20 so even then we were still kind of you know but i walking an edge yeah yeah. but so Hmm. that's why i love the fact that I mean, when I was working, mm-hmm. I could actually say uh, that there would be days where, except for my mother, I didn't even talk to another straight person. I wasn't around another straight person. I went, like, from home to work, like, even to the bar that we went to. Like, it was just, it was all gay. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of me that loved that mm-hmm. because I could always just be myself and not have to constantly worry about looking over my shoulder mm-hmm. or anything but and there's part of me that loves it too i mean i mean i work in an environment that's very heterosexual mm-hmm. and very uh, problematic as far as you know anybody who doesn't follow the um you know the stream doesn't mm-hmm. you know go with the flow you know mm-hmm. um and and i try to go with the flow but um my lifestyle is a little different than most people i deal with they all get along i mean i i do like my coworkers, but you know most of them are very you know, I don't want to say right wing, but they are hmm. um, of a very straight white mm-hmm. cis um, lifestyle that, um, you know, to where a lot of times they make it make me feel like, you know, it, you know, well, you know, lucky for you, we accept you. And I'm like, well, how about lucky for you that I am in this environment? You know what I mean? Right. I, you know, I mean, thank you so much uh, for not, you know, killing me or, you know. Yeah, we, it's it's that what they used to say, we need to teach straight people to tolerate us. No, uh, I'm not going to be tolerated. Mm-hmm. I am here and fuck you if you don't like it. Exactly. exactly. But now it's, it's like I actually meet much more like, Oh, you are? Oh, okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I mean, there's some acceptance, but there's also some pushback. So, I mean, yeah. not only we're being accepted by more people, but there's also, when we do get pushback, it's kind of almost violent, almost weird. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, you know, um, well, I'm not going to accept you because I don't have to because I'm American. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're, I deal with some of that on a regular basis, too. And I'm, it's not like I'm out at work. I mean, I'm out. But I'm not flaunty at work, you know. Yeah, I don't I have to. I don't have to wear pride shirts or say, you know, everything mm-hmm. about me is gay. But yeah, I deal yeah. with a very masculine bunch of cisgender, um, straight people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I, I I'm told on a regular basis that I need to pass in order to, you know, um, have things done the way I want them done. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it sucks to be reminded of that. So when I am off work, I don't want to be around straight people. Yeah, and I I, I, f- I feel bad that um, I have that going on, but when I am not at work, I am totally good 
is only being around gay people. LGBTs, you know, I'm mm-hmm. perfectly a-okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I mean, not that I know a lot of Bs, actually. I really don't. I know a couple of Ts and a couple Ls, but most people yeah. I know are a lot of Gs, so... Yeah, that my my makeup my friend makeup is is gay guys and and my few trans friends mm-hmm. and that's it. I mean, the straight person I deal with the most actually is is my mother. Mm-hmm. But even my work environments right now are primarily uh, queer. Mm-hmm. So you know, so sometimes you, know. you just have to be happy about <laughs> what you can take. And for those that don't experience that. I'm really sorry for you. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're very lucky to work in a, a an openly gay and friendly environment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before we get too long, too far into this, uh, let's talk about so the whole Twitter, Tumblr, Mastodon shit. Yeah. So Twitter is our is is our home base. Like uh, you know, we're on you know Instagram and. Yeah. And Reddit, but let's face it, Twitter is where we have our porn and uh-huh. interact with most of our, our listeners. Yeah, so a lot of people have turned their back. I, I, don't, I mean, it, I don't know if you've been living under a rock, and maybe you have. Like, I would be living under a rock if I didn't know for, hmm. from a couple of different people. But Someone um, has bought the company. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> so a, certain, a certain individual who's not very popular with many people um, has bought the company, um, known as Twitter, and... Uh, a lot of people are there's like a mass exodus out of Twitter. Well, and part of the reason is because that the things that are happening there that that person is apparently doing from what I've been reading and mm-hmm. understanding has like really started to fuck up the the platform and the community. Uh-huh. And then other people who've been banned are apparently being unbanned and that's upset a lot more people, but it was really weird because my normal stroll through Every other, you know, post being a nice dick or a nice hole or a good fuck scene or something was like, ad, ad, kitten, kitten, puppy, kitten. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody's pissed about some bad wine. Uh, oh, that's Oh, funny. there's a shirt pick. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> shirtless pick. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, my, uh, my porn is dwindling. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know what you're talking about, too, because I have noticed every, like, third... Or I'm like, I didn't, I don't have any relation to this. Why is it showing up on yeah. my feed? Well, we don't have enough good stuff to show you. So here's what somebody else liked. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't know how many people are leaving it. I mean, I did notice that a lot of my people are still there. Yeah. Um, but there are some you know, people I was very uh, fun and had a great time following that have left the platform. Yeah. And it hurts my heart. But um, I understand, too, because, I mean, I... You know, it's like one person I knew who, you know, said that, um, you know, they were leaving, you know, social media. But they meant social media as far as Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind leaving social media as far as Facebook. But um, every now and then somebody's like, hey, did you see that invite from... I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't see nothing. Let me go mm-hmm. and look for it, you know. Yeah. And then um, the problem I have, too, with uh, Facebook is that I have a lot of trolls on Facebook. Um, and I know everybody's like, just block them. But, I mean, you know, they... They're just people trying to be nice and a little extra. Um, mm-hmm. And it is a lot for somebody that tries to be friendly and nice and was raised to, like, say hi and hello and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, like, you know, there's times when I'm, like, near, narrowly late for work because I'm trying to be nice to somebody I don't know, I have not met. 
but because I'm supposed to, and I've been conditioned to be nice to everyone um, that I don't know in case they are a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm like sitting there stuck on Facebook <laughs> trying to, hey, how's it going? Okay, that's cool. I got to run. I got to go. And they're like, oh, but what about blah, 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 blah. I'm like, um, blah, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's sort of a lot going on. So when I got on Facebook, I tried to do it very, very minutely. Mm-hmm. I try to sneak in, find whatever I'm supposed to be finding or seeing. Mm-hmm. I see it and get the hell out, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, I try not to stay on too long because I get people who are like, what are you doing? What's happening? Mm-hmm. What's happening this weekend? When can I see you? When can I have a coffee with you? When can I do this with you? And mm-hmm. it's like, uh. When we go get married. Exactly. When we get married. Be like, it's cuffing season. <laughs> yeah. Stand back. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's fine. I mean, and hell, I've gotten some great lays. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Facebook provides some really great lays. Um, and even better than Scruff, because actually, I've probably gotten more, you know, probably gotten more tail from uh, Facebook than I ever did Scruff. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, yeah. Uh, you know. Well, and another thing and I'll point out, too, is that both you and I suffer from anxiety and yep. people-pleasing. Yeah. And it's hard to, with social media, mm-hmm. and especially when you have people who are generally just nice yeah, that you want to interact with, mm-hmm. and then you have the people that are, like, the, the extra strong, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And then you have the bots, and you have the scammers, and you have the, you know, the chicks that are friending you constantly. Uh, and, hey, hey, hi, how? Oh, uh, look, I, I, I just, I want a serious relationship uh, with a nice moon. Mm-hmm. Like, girl. Uh, and then... <laughs> my name's Tammy. Come see my, uh... Yeah. At my picks at bigsluthole.com. Exactly. It's like, hey, that's my address. <laughs> um, Sluthole. But you have so much inundation from it when you are someone that is naturally somebody that is, oh, is I... nice and people-pleasing and yet you have anxiety. All that stuff feels like it, it takes whatever reserve of energy you have for yourself out of you, especially when you are like a, one of those people that you need a lot of upcharge private time uh-huh. to be able to go out there and deal with people and and mm-hmm. shine your light and connect with them and mm-hmm. to you know be a nice person yeah and then you need your downtime and mm-hmm. that a lot of times that stuff is just it sucks your energy um and yeah, you have I... to learn to either be okay with not doing it or to block it so that you don't have to deal with that yeah and, and my thing too is i have add and um I do get anxiety mm-hmm. um, when I can't keep a mental organiz- mentally can't keep my head mentally organized. Mm-hmm. I get bad anxiety from the ADD, and then also um, too, I just um, I'm an introverted extrovert. So I mean, I love to like go out and be like, "Hey, how's it going? You know, what's going exactly. on?" But I do need those moments where I like you know shut the door mm-hmm. and that door is shut. You know, unless there's an emergency for a friend or a family member, mm-hmm. I don't want to be fucking bothered. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you can say hi, whatnot, and that's cool. But if you keep it going and you want to keep, like, a long conversation going, you're going to make me nuts. Mm-hmm. you make me nuts. And I get it. But there is a time for me to have those conversations whatnot. So, I mean, just understand, too, that, you know, if you come across me and I'm yeah. kind of not short, mm-hmm. I come across me. If you come across me, <laughs> you better be ready to It'll lick it right up right your on tongue. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it, it's just weird. It's just social media, to me, is so virtual. I mean, I don't really actually know you or meet you, mm-hmm. uh, but here we are, you know? Right. And uh, it is a tough, tough road to hoe because 
I really feel it when I'm with somebody, mm-hmm. I, we have an exchange of energy. Right. When I do it on a phone, mm-hmm. via an app, there's no energy exchange per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might say some things. I'll be like, okay, I, I can feed from that. Right. But it's not a direct connect, you know? Right. And not, and for me, it it's all that, but it's also, I take my time to usually to craft what I'm saying back because I don't want to be an asshole. I mm-hmm. don't want whatever I'm saying misconstrued. Mm-hmm. I use a lot of emojis. I So it, it takes a lot of energy out of me sometimes just to write a simple message back to somebody because... You know, if unless I know them super mm-hmm. well, if I know them super well and I say something stupid, I know that they'll come back and say, "What was that? What did you mean?" And oh, all the time I'm like, "What the hell are you going?" I know, about? and so I use a lot of shorthand with people that I'm close to, mm-hmm. forgetting that. Okay, you may not know that reference, but uh, and I'll be yeah. like, "Jesus Christ, can you please be some <laughs> kind of sensical?" Well, and not only that, but I'll tell you whatever they did in the last couple updates to the phone. Oh. I cannot fucking make a sentence without a typo or it autocorrects oh, me to something. Their autocorrect it gets worse and worse with every and change. You know the voice. You know when you're, you're you oh. talk to your phone or something. It, it's like suddenly it's like <laughs> I'm speaking a whole different language. Well, and I often like wonder. I'm like, oh my god, did I have a stroke or something? <laughs> am I not like you know? <laughs> I am not saying what I think I'm saying apparently because I like the time that I you you texted me and you asked me because my dad was in the hospital and you asked me you know what was going on with him. And so I texted you, and you wrote me back with, like, this big, like, big eyes, like, what? And I looked down, and it said, he's gone. Oh, yes. And it was supposed to say, he's home, but it auto-corrected. And I'm like, oh, God. How many other people did I just say that my father died to? Uh Yep. That was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. (laughs) I I did, (laughs) because... He's gone. I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh <laughs> yeah. no! Years before he actually did. So, so. Um, okay. So the whole Twitter thing. Uh, right at this moment, we're not planning on leaving Twitter. Uh, however, we, if it comes to that, we're fine with it. I would just miss my porn. This is like the yep. second or third thing that we've had to switch from in the last few years. The other one. Uh, oh, and I, I am starting us. A thing on Mastodon. I did a personal one. I still don't fully <laughs> grasp everything, oh, but we will have one there for those that want to join us. We'll talk about it by the next episode. Um, and but a lot of people have said that they're going back to Tumblr because they Tumblr added something that said that you can now post erotica as long as you say that it's a content you know you label it as con you know adult content or something like that but the way it's worded it's not really saying that it's saying that they're now more open to like more adult art Mm. type of thing but some people just went full bore on that i guess some people are still being able to post their nudes but others are just like yeah i posted like two things and it went down like immediately Mm. i was flagged so I don't know, but I don't think it's saying what you think it's saying, uh, <laughs> or at least for some people. So Tumblr is not, don't rush over there just yet, I don't think. Um, yeah. Yeah, sadly. Mm. Uh, where are we at? Uh, hey, so uh, let's let's do one. Let's save that one, because that could be a 
good discussion later. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so, um, hmm. okay, so now that's a big one, too. Okay, well, fuck that. What else have you been up to? Mm. Yeah. That and just preparing for the holidays. Holidays. Yeah. Are you going to stuff your turkey? I'm going to stuff a turkey. So now, is this turkeys. the first Thanksgiving that you're going to have with a smaller... Don't you usually do, like, the big family thing? Sometimes, yeah. My mom and my aunt are a little bit on edge with each other right now. Mm. And actually, it should be kind of interesting because they're hanging out today. And so we should, uh, should know more. You won't believe what she said to me, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'll hear about it later. But, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, uh, my aunt usually tries to pull the... Um, well, I'm the oldest in the family, so everybody's coming to my house for Thanksgiving. Well, my mom wasn't having it this year. She was like, you know, I want a light Thanksgiving, hmm. you know. I want turkey. I want Cornish game hen. I'm like, oh, that's great. And we did that one year. Well, yeah. And that's why it, we cook a turkey. Exactly. <laughs> I, she needs to have this experience. So we need to have yeah. a Cornish game hen a year where, I mean, it, essentially it reminds me of growing up because my dad you know, had us on a boat all the time. We were always catching fish and we'd all go home and cook them. But the fish, it was like, you had to, like, debone them. Like, you know, uh -huh. every bite, you had to pull out a bone. I was like, uh, you know, I'm totally good with, shit. like, not doing that. Yeah. And that's kind of a Cornish game in, though. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's like the, the amount of meat on it. You're, like, sitting there, like, I could have just had a dozen chicken wings. I'm going to suck the skin off this carcass. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, you're sitting there, like, and if you, like, actually, like, let yourself go, and, like, mm. think about what you're doing, you're, like, literally, like, reaching into what was once a sentient being, uh -huh. and you're stripping it of its... And you're like you're like just sucking the, the everything off the car off the skeleton of this dead. Yeah, thing. and 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 it, it totally makes me understand why we just one of our dear friends became a, ve a vegan. I was just gonna say we just vindicated our vegan listeners, and exactly. the rest of them went, "What the fuck?" Exactly, and and you know, I mean, that was one of his selling points: is that yeah, the animals don't get hurt when I I vegan. You know vegetables and and I, you know I I think about that when I do eat like a carcass because it's one thing if I get a steak and there's no bone in it I'm like oh uh -huh. look it came from a tree you know? uh -huh. but once there's a bone in it it becomes real it becomes like a ah. yeah I I totally get yeah I've I've gone from being like you can't eat anything on a bone that's stupid and uh -huh. to where now I'm all like oh, uh -huh. gross. I'm like this had feelings. <laughs> Well, you know what? So did that carrot. It just didn't articulate it. Just because you can't hear a carrot scream doesn't mean it doesn't want to live. <laughs> the carrot's just screaming. As the bunny's eating it. Nibble, nibble. <laughs> but The bunny don't care. Yeah. Bunny don't give Honey a shit. Honey bunny don't Honey give Honey bunny don't give a yeah, shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. We are doing the, the turkey this year, but this this is the, I think, first year? Second year. First year that I won't be cooking it. Uh, our our sweet neighbor is uh, cooking the turkey and bringing it, and I am doing the stuffing, which he does not like the cornbread that I use well, for the he stuffing. He doesn't do a lot of stuffing. He gets a lot of stuffed. Well, these days, uh, <laughs> but so he doesn't like cornbread stuffing, so he's not gonna he's gonna do his own stovetop. And uh, not that I don't like stovetop stuffing, but just in this case, I don't. He's a purist when it comes and to Thanksgiving. And he can't eat something that's in pumpkin pie, so he's not going to do any pies. So he's going to have mashed potatoes and gravy and some turkey, and the rest of us are going to 
pig out. But we I feel don't... bad about the pie, though. He really should at least have like an apple or something. Well, actually, I think he's going to make sweet sweet potatoes for himself. Oh, okay. So, I mean, he'll have something dessert-y. And, but, like, what he can't have is also, like, an ice cream. It's actually becoming filler in so many foods now. That's kind of that like my soy. He yeah. Kinda, yeah, exactly. That he's kind of... Uh, he says that a lot of times he'll just eat peanut butter sandwiches because it's about the only thing that doesn't have that ingredient in it. And now that I found out I'm allergic to soy, too, I'm like, at one of these points, I'm going to have to start buckling down away from it. Now, get this, folks. So he used to make fun of me and used to be like, soy sorry. And then he found out, guess what, that he's allergic to soy as well. Yes, and apparently I have an allergy to shrimp and tuna fish that I never knew about. Which is funny because he's usually at the bathhouse shrimping people. With so I, and no wonder yeah. why he's been having like a red rash breakout around his mouth. Well, yeah, right. Because uh, you're shrimping at the bath. And if you don't know what that is, shrimping means like sucking the act of sucking toes. Yeah, at anyway. a bathhouse, that's a bad thing. to Oh, uh, all that stuff that's on your feet. Yeah. Even if even if you're wearing flip flops, you still yeah, at some point have to there. dismount your flip flops. Yeah. At some point, you're still like touching something that you shouldn't. But it's or kind skidding, of funny. Or like me, or skidding yeah. along. Skidding along, yeah. Like uh, Scooby Doo, like a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah. But now that I found that out, actually, it explains how every once in a while I would just, like, have these hives that I never understood why I had them. Mm. And I'd just take an allergy pill and they'd go away, but it could have been from that or tuna fish, and I just never realized it. Well, tuna fish is not shellfish, though. No, it's not, but it's just very randomly weird. Mm. But anyway. What are you going to do? All right. Hey, currently LGBT... People of color in America have a disproportionately high rate of HIV infection. Golden Rule Services wants you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. Pre-exposure prophylaxis, or PrEP, is a medication proven to be 99% effective in preventing HIV infection. If you think PrEP may be right for you, visit your local sexual health clinic. Monkeypox is a rare disease in the same family as the smallpox virus. Symptoms usually start within three weeks and include flu-like symptoms, rashes, and sores that can look like pimples or blisters. The illness typically lasts two to four weeks and is spread through direct touching of infected areas of the skin, body fluids, intimate contact, and touching items such as clothing, bedding, or towels used by somebody with the virus. Learn more at cdc.gov. This information is sponsored to you. The sponsor was sponsored by Golden Rule Services at sacgrs.org. Send your comments, questions, and feedback to show at biggaysexshow.com. Give us a call at 408-692-4827. Once again, that's 408-692. No, keep going. 492-48. Oh my god, 408-692-4827. Boom. Join us our join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash BGSS and find all our links at allmylinks.com slash Matt Ouija. Or allmychildren.com in my butt. <laughs> well, yeah, but you abort, so anyway. <laughs> Oh, gay humor. Oh, all right. Well, thank you guys so much. We hope that you have, well, it, when this episode comes out, we hope you had a happy Slutsgiving. Yes. Yes. And let's remember all those that cannot be with us this year, giving us their holes and poles. And, yes. you know, let's say a little prayer for them. Say a little prayer for sperm. 
<laughs> exactly. And on that note. And that note, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Oh, we'll catch you, baby. Bye. A network of inclusion. Univospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a, for fuck's sake, production.